This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in, throwback Thursday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams, along with Jake Meyer here from Mile High Sports Studios in Denver, Colorado. It's the Tech Center DTC. It's Greenwood Village, actually. Uh, thanks for being with us, guys. Uh, the Bronco, Bron- hey, Broncos country. Um, the gift that keeps on giving a never a dull day as Russell Wilson's agent yesterday, um, edited, edited Russell Wilson's Christmas trade wish list. Uh, last year, Russell Wilson's agent said there'd be four teams that he would consider playing for if it weren't for the Seahawks that were the Cowboys, the Bears, the Saints and the, I'm leaving one out, the, the Raiders, right? Well, three of those teams have been eliminated a little bit by maybe process of elimination as Dak Prescott's extended. There go the Cowboys. Um, you Justin have Fields Justin being drafted. Justin Fields in Chicago. There goes, uh, at least there's a two, at least a, you know, two or three year experiment with him. Um, there goes that opportunity for him. I'm sure he understands that. Um, also, the Raiders are a, a dumpy team. He might have uh, have some relationship with John Gruden. That may have been part of the reasoning why he would consider going there. Well, Maybe John, he liked Henry Ruggs as the speedster. Uh, and now whatever, he's gone. whatever. But now you realize kind of who and what the Raiders really are. They're not as talented as the... Denver Broncos, who, along with now the New York football giants, make up through one of the three teams, Broncos, Saints, Giants, that Russell Wilson would like to compete for next season if he were to be traded from the Seahawks, which it feels like, again, you get to a point. You can either spin your tires with Matt Ryan for gonna you know another two or three years like Atlanta has done, thinking that we could kind of rekindle that magic that once that we once had, or right. you realize like sometimes you go to the end of the road with a guy. You know, it's like the rope ends. And it's not that the guy can't play anymore. It's just it gets stale. I kind of think that's happening, and it has happened with Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. Their brand of stale, though, has just been at a super high level of competition where they fall flat in NFC Championship games and can't get any further. The Seahawks have come all the way back down to earth, uh, probably hung on to some of the Legion of Boom guys a little bit too long, um, probably like the Broncos. We're grasping a little bit at the success of yesteryear, and we're afraid to turn the page and move on a little bit. And now they're here. What is it about Denver and the Denver Broncos in particular that is attracting all these, you know, trade rumors? It's It's Deshaun Watson. He said Dolphins, Broncos, and a few other teams. Well, Aaron Aaron Rodgers. Great question, Jake. Great question. Raiders, Broncos, and and now Russell Wilson, Broncos, Saints. The Broncos, Jake, are a first-class organization in every last sense of the word, from the facilities to the way they handle their employees. I just saw they won some award Mm -hmm. for one of the best teams in professional sports to work for is the Denver Broncos to how they handle their players, their the families of their players. Um, there's just a lots of lots of to the um, enormous amount of success that they've had, Jake. We say this all the time. There's been teams around since the 20s and 30s and 40s, the Packers and the Bears and the the St. Louis Cardinals or wherever they were before that. Mm-hmm. Um 
um, that make those brands like old school. Well, Otto Graham leading in the 40s, won eight championships for the Browns. Well, the Broncos weren't around in the 40s, okay, or the mm-hmm. 50s. And in the 60s, they were shit. It wasn't until these late 70s, Orange Crush, until everything kind of changed. I'd say that was like the, the dawn of legitimate Broncos football. And that's when the, you know, the, the Broncos were put on the NFL map was the orange crush. Um, then in 1983, one year after Elway, 83, 84, Edgar Kaiser sells the Broncos to Pat Bolin. Um, and Pat Bolin, who was maybe one of the first of his kind, um, you know, Jerry Jones-esque, made the amenities all of the way he handled his players, the bonuses, the 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 money, whatever it took to make the Broncos a first class organization. That's from the the, the fancy buildings and equipment to the um, uh, to the contracts that he was willing to you know pay players to do whatever it took to land guys here. But also they got lucky with John Elway too. Yeah. So it's half. Pat, listen, Pat Bowen, Jake is in the pro. Football Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of fucking Famer. Okay? Not every order goes to the Hall of Fame. No. Okay? Actually, very few do. Very few guys who were part of the NFL in ways that weren't, you know, players, whether it be general managers or, co- I mean, Mike Shanahan in the Hall of Fame. Bill Parcells didn't get put in right away. He had to wait three or four years to get in the Hall of Fame. Bill Parcells. Okay? Imagine that. So from Pat Bowen to John Elway going to all the guy does go to AFC championships every other year. I mean, went to well, how many of them, you know, uh, went to six, uh, went to five Super Bowls, did John Elway, and then helped the Broncos get to two more as an executive. Um, I think just the uber success that the Broncos have had, um, it, which in the, therefore has created Broncos country, which is one of the great fan bases in all of professional sports yes, in the sir. whole world because the Broncos are set right in the middle of the country. So they're Montana's team and they're Utah's team and they're New Mexico's team. They got some people in Texas who care about the Broncos. And then we're going to go to Kansas. And then- <laughs> And then we're going to go to uh, take uh, to Washington and take back the White House. Ah! So, you know, that's that's what it is. It's like the Broncos country is regional. It's unlimited <laughs> like Russell Wilson. So I think that's part of the brand that they have become Niners like Steelers like uh, Packers like right. uh, by not having success in the 1930s and 40s. Not only is it the brand, but That's it's awesome also, there. It's also the Peyton Manning effect yes, of yes, of sure. Peyton Manning coming in and becoming a hero. They were America's team during the Peyton years. Right, exactly. Surely. Exactly. So it's it's a mixture of the the previous success, the Peyton Manning effect, and then wanting to do the same thing and bringing this Broncos team back to prominence because Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson all know that Broncos country is one of the greatest fan bases in all of football. No doubt about that. And they want to become something bigger than they've well, already they, been. Again, you know you can win at certain places. Part of Russell Wilson's, even to the uber extreme, part of Russell Wilson, why we know with Russell Wilson, it's more than just about football and winning. He's got a celebrity wife, a celebrity wife. And do you know what? Russell Wilson kind of thinks he's a celebrity too. 
Yeah. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that because in a lot of ways he is, but he's not a celebrity in the ways that Tom Brady and Peyton Manning are celebrities. And Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson yearns to have that kind of, listen, Tony Romo post-career love, um, whether being on um, calling games or being a part of the team with Terry and Howie mm-hmm. and Strahan, Russell Wilson, that's what he wants at life at that celebrity life after football. So you can't just go, you know, I don't know if you can go to Miami or Cleveland or Jacksonville and get that kind of stuff. So maybe those guys could pay him the most money. But Russell Wilson's not just willing to go anywhere. It's not Russell Wilson's goal to become the highest paid player in the NFL. His success and his money, he thinks, will come bigger picture. But you have to go to the right. You have to be directed by, uh, he believes, uh, my, uh, Steven Spielberg or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Um, which is one of these big teams, great coaches, premier brands, in order to achieve what he wants to achieve. So That goes into exactly what we're saying, the Broncos being, therefore, one of those brands. Keep going. Right. You know, I was about to say, you know, <laughs> does, does that bode well for the Broncos or does it bode well for the New York Giants because well, it's the big city, it's the big apple, and he, he wants to be the like, Giants, like Mello. Be careful because going to the Giants, it may not be all it's cracked up to be because if you fail there and don't get them over the hump, especially what they're going to have to give up to get you, um, I don't know how you're going to do it, how you're going to kind of close the gap there on right. acquiring not other enough talent. talent the there. Broncos are ready-made. They're ready-made, okay? So... All they need is a quarterback. The Broncos. Well, of course, I, we all but you believe could say that. the same thing. But about the also, Saints. though, moreover, for on what you said, on top of that, there's the blueprint here. We wrote yep. the fucking book on the aging <laughs> quarterback whose team didn't appreciate him anymore, who comes to the other team and wins a Super Bowl. We're listen. Peyton Manning was the first guy in NFL history to do it. Jake, fifty-five. Touchdowns, 5,500 yards. yards. We'll never forget it. Peyton Manning's the first guy to ever go quarterback one team to a Super Bowl championship, leave that team, and go to another team and win them a Super Bowl. No one had ever done it. Now Tom Brady's done it. And now, and look at what Tom Brady's, his superstar status, his Q score could not be any higher. He's on top of the you know the, the sports universe right now. Um, he's everywhere. And Russell Wilson sees that. He sees guys like Patrick Mahomes passing him up. You know, he right. might have lost out to uh, uh, to Mahomes for the just State Farm commercials with you know Aaron Rodgers. Who knows? Right. Who knows some of the stuff? Do you know who knows his marketing people? His press his 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 public relations people his managers he's striving for that life after um um after football but also more importantly for his right now he's striving to change and turn that legacy of his into becoming one of the greatest quarterbacks in nfl history how do you do that you go to another team and win a super bowl you do that you pass Breeze, you pass Favre, you pass Aaron Rodgers. Okay. And I think there's a big. You pass all those guys and you jump up into big boy Peyton Elway, Montana turf. And I think there's a big draw for the Broncos also because there's just been, it's been, it's been so long since the Broncos have, have been relevant and have had good quarterback play. And everybody around the league knows that 
quarterback is the issue for the Broncos. They've been looking for a quarterback since Peyton's left. Bro, if they're in on Stafford and they're in on Rodgers, they will be in on Russell Wilson. Oh, 100%. Period. Okay? Time out. Halfway point of the Broncos Blitz podcast. We're rolling here, and I want to keep the conversation about Russell Wilson because I think our conversation on Russell Wilson, Jake, is the best in Denver. I think it's the best in Denver. Of course, we're not Adam Schefter or Rappaport, uh, but our stuff on, um, I think, the circumstance here on this team, uh, what we know about this team, um, inside and out, gives us, uh, I don't know, man, unique perspective on on this situation. So uh, I want to mention DraftKings Sportsbook here, and then I want to mention, Jake, some other stuff about, I want to you know, continue the discussion um, and also, we have a plan here of a new head coach as well as offensive coordinator. Um, and you're asking, how are we going to land and lure Russell Wilson here? I'll tell you. I'll tell you, okay? But after I mention DraftKings, okay? DraftKings Sportsbook, guys. This one is an absolute no-brainer, okay? New customers, Go to DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHS. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score. With promo code MHS, this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Boom, guys. No strings. Go deposit 10 bucks. I think it's like a $10 first deposit required, okay? Put $1. $1, you're going to get 100 in free bets. You could do whatever you want with these free bets. You can turn these free bets into freaking $10,000. I swear to God, you can. I've seen people turn these free bets into 1000 bucks, 1200 bucks, 1500 bucks, 2200 bucks, 600 bucks, 400 bucks. It happens every single day. It's happening every single day, okay? So get in on the action. Uh, these same game parlays, I love them. Go go do a little research on these same game parlays. See how cool they are. Go put one together. You don't have to, you know, go just start clicking, <laughs> clicking on stuff. See what three or four legs happen. You know, what happens with three or four legs. You don't got to execute the bet and put your money down on it, but you'll get a taste, an idea of what you're, you're money is capable of doing and turning into so download DraftKings Sportsbook app now promo code MHS capital M capital H capital S for Mile High Sports bet $1 and any team to score win $100 in free bets this weekend if they score you, if they score, you score with promo code MHS this week at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL uh, okay must be 21 or older Colorado only new customers only restrictions apply see DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details gambling prom call 1-800-522-4700 we have a plan here Oh, yes. We talked about this on the radio show. We I have know a where plan here. So I love today the back and forth banter because so there's a lot of times, Jake, two guys who are, you know, you're essentially my co-host, man. And two guys who are talking all day together, they're like trying to pump each other's nads and like <laughs> build each other's arguments up. They're not yeah. calling each other and each other's shit and they're hardly pushing each other. Yeah. But you're not afraid of me and I'm not afraid of you. Okay. We so, can take this outside right listen, now. Oh, oh, how are you going to fire me? When I already quit. So, I mean, like, it's like that. So, the beauty of the show, though, a little bit is there's some times when, like, you'll, you know, call me on some of my shit and I'll tell you, you know, well, I'm not so sure about that, Jake. You might, hey, not so fast, my friend, like Lee Corso says. Listen here, smart guy. Yeah, you Mr. Know-it-all. So, you're like, oh, okay, Danny. Mr. Smart Guy. Landon Russell Wilson. How are you going to land Russell Wilson away from the Saints and Sean Payton? Maybe a Hall of Fame coach, Mr. Smart Guy. And I was like, think, Danny, think. He's right. Think. And then, ding, the light went off. And all like the swirling, it all culminated together. 
And I started to get bigger and meaner, like the Incredible Hulk. And the meaner I got, the stronger and more powerful I got. And I said, oh, well, how about we dip in a bit from the past here? So how about instead of Russell Wilson playing for the great Sean Payton, if you kill the head, the body will die. (laughs) How about we let Russell Wilson Pick his own head coach. Oh, 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 oh. yeah, yeah, that's right. We went there. You're thinking, oh, how stupid is that? Who? He's gonna pick his own guy? Well, it makes no sense, Danny. Oh, well, just relax, because we have a plan for everything. Don't think you know how this movie's gonna end, because you don't. Twist, turns, drama, suspense, romance, sex scene, sex scene, boobs out, all of it. This this show's got everything. Well. I happen to know for a fact that Dan Quinn, the defensive coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys, who used to coordinate the championship Legion of Boom defense over when Russell Wilson was winning Super Bowls, is the DC for the Cowboys turned that poop show into Micah Parsons, one of the premier young defensive players in the league. Diggs, maybe a defensive player of the year candidate, uh, a formidable defense almost overnight. The job that Dan Quinn has done. Mwah! He's a hot commodity right now. People are talking about him as uh, a head coach again. And I'd say he's probably a head coach again as little as next year. Took the freaking uh, Falcons to a Super Bowl on the front porch, the precipice, the cusp right they there. They had it. They had it. If it yes. wasn't for Brady, yes. the GOAT. They had it. They had to do it. So um, you hired Dan Quinn, who I'd be very happy with. Because, again, his offense that year with Aaron, uh, with Matt Ryan and those guys, high flying, had everything. He used Devontae Smith as well as another running back, who I'm leaving short off my mind here. i got to think about it. Uh, Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman. Now, now look at you. Let's go. Got a lot out of those guys. Actually, the most dynamic uh, d- duo as a backfield in the league for about two years there. Mm-hmm. Um and all as a defensive coordinator. All this defensive coordinator. Then, okay, if you really want to jazz things up a little bit, um, Darren Bevel, okay? Not Ooh. Darren Rovell, the Twitter guy who's, you know, from ESPN who works for Action Network. Now, he's great, too. But Darren Bevel was the offensive coordinator for that team that won the Super Bowl and almost won another Super Bowl. Again, won them one and then cost them another, I guess you can say. Um, he's the OC for the Jaguars right now. Okay, they, uh, who, again, to, are the Jaguars happy with his job that he did this year? Who is to say? Maybe he goes back there, no problemo. But also, I think he would take the Denver job in a heartbeat. That'd be an upgrade for him. I'm sure Jacksonville would let him out as Urban Meyer's trying to figure what he's trying to do out offensively in the NFL as well. And it's, he was an interim head coach for the Detroit Lions last year. Yes, and, totally. You know, that Super Bowl year yes. for the Seahawks. He was the OC. He's fell through the cracks a few times for head coaching jobs, and I think he's a good coach. He's 51 years old. I don't want a 70-year-old head coach, and I probably don't want a 35-year-old head coach. I want me a 42, 44, 45. Listen, Bevel would be a, a, a huge upgrade to um, Shermer. To Shermer. And do you know, if I can't land him, then I have Mike Munchak coordinate my offense. Ooh. Yes. I have Mike Munchak coordinate my offense, and in a perfect world, I have Fangio State coordinating the defense. I swear to God. Keep Munchak. Fangio can kick rocks for all I care. Yeah. But he's a great defensive mind. He really is. Um, you I mean, get Dan Quinn and Vic Fangio in the same room. There might right. be too many chefs. You might be right. And it is kind of unheard of. And it would be, in a lot of ways, unprecedented. But, again, Kubiak was going to come, they said, work for uh, for Fangio. 
So if Fangio can't accept that, then Fangio should reevaluate his things on maybe wanting to stick around and being a part of the team running the defense right. as well. You see what I'm saying there? So it's not the perfect plan, but I think that's a plan. Yes. That is a plan to land Russell Wilson here, to bring him back with guys he had incredible success with, to make him the one of the reasons he wants to leave Seattle is because they were making him part of the discussions, whether it be some of the coaching changes, more to the personnel, the protection in the front for him, the skill player um, positions that guys not only that he maybe wanted uh, them to draft skill position guys, but he wanted to say on those guys in particular. Yeah. You can make him feel like he's part of these discussions here. Let him in on some of those meetings that old Pete Carroll might have thought, fuck no. He's a player. Get your, you know, you have yeah. your players play and coaches coach and front office guys front office. You know what I mean? Even though they had a great relationship. I don't know if it's soured or not. The Russell, it's, it's easy. Russell Wilson early in the career trying to make a name for himself. Just run the offense, shut your mouth and go do the job, you know? Um, but now he wants more than that. And I think we're in the situation to maybe here in Denver offer him all of the things that he wants. A good defense, great skill position players, an incredible running game, offensive coaching and coaching that he's comfortable with and knows. It feels like that package there is a, the most enticing offer between the Broncos, what the Saints have to offer, and the New York football Giants. That's the issue right there. The what? Giants have more to offer to the Seahawks, not Russell uh, Wilson, okay. to the Seahawks. Okay, We're all okay, okay. This is all under the assumption that well, the Seahawks are going to give a shit what Russell Wilson this, wants to this. do. I go to recent history. Everything's about comps in life. Matt Stafford could have went to Denver, and the Rams could have had the number nine. Oh, I'm sorry, the uh, uh, Lions could have had the number nine overall pick. Mm-hmm. The number nine overall pick. Their package was probably better than the Rams package, bro. Okay, probably better than the Rams package. Um, and Russell, Matt Stafford, who had given the Lions everything, who I think the Lions gave him some say on where he was going to go next took the Rams offer, which I don't think was as good as the Broncos, number nine overall pick and whatever else could have been, circle gets the square. They do the same thing with Russell Wilson. we got three offers on the table here. They're both pretty good offers. They're not going to go out spiteful with this guy. This guy gave them everything. He will send them, as long as the value is close, 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 yeah. they know they're in a rebuild anyway. Um, and they have to think about the football gods. Whatever you're going to get from Denver is going to be the right picks. You know what I mean? Type of shit. You have to right. believe in that kind of stuff. And they move Russell Wilson to where Russell Wilson wants, wants to go. That's I love, a fact. I love what you're saying. Yes, thank you. But the Giants have two first-round picks this year. Two. Uh, well, the Broncos have two seconds and two-thirds as well. And who's to, uh, two seconds, to me, is better than a first. And a second and a third uh, to some general managers might be better than a first, depending on where those second and thirds are and depending on where those first are. So I'm not so sure the Lions won't run that thing back with Daniel Jones, to be honest with you. I want to believe mm. that. And I'm not so sure they'd be willing to go trade that fourth overall pick for Russell Wilson either. I would do it. I'm sure they probably would do it too. But... I think when it comes push comes to shove, they're going to give Russell Wilson a lot of we, a leeway and option on where he wants to go next. That would be ideal. And I, I'm pretty sure if, he, if that was the circumstances, he would choose Denver. And it, like you said, the, the weapons that the Broncos have right now at receiver are better than the Giants, better than the Saints, 
and the running game of Javante Williams, the, the prospect of the Broncos with a Russell Wilson yeah. is a Super Bowl winning team. That's, that's, that's plain and simple. They would give the Chiefs a run for their money every single year oh, for Jake, the AFC uh, West. It's this and um, what more could we you talk want? about this a lot on the show? And I believe it in life and in general, and especially when it comes to sports. The come up. The come up. The hype. The, the come up is sometimes unstoppable until someone kind of stops it or until you kind of peak. The come up for the Chiefs, it was unstoppable. It, it was championship worthy. Um, the come down, it, you, you can't stop it. The Seahawks are on a come down. They're on a come down. You bring Russell Wilson to the Broncos and put him to what's already a slow come up, you're not going to be able to stop these guys for two years. They'll be the cream of the crop. They'll be scoring uh, 35 points a game. It'll all fall in order. It'll click. It'll be easy. And the hope would be you capitalize and win a championship out of it. Don't give them any more. Let's save the rest for tomorrow's podcast. Well, oh, I'm wait, not you got to predict tomorrow. this game. I'm not going to be you here little tomorrow. devil. Um, I'll, okay. I'll just give it to you real quick. Let me hear it. Um, I, I said it on Wednesday, 28 to 10 okay. um, on the radio show. I'm kind of thinking it's going to be a little bit closer for a game like what? here on Thursday. I'm going to say maybe like a 21-13. Um, you that's know, Dan Camp. That's, that's a cover. It's a push. No, it's a push. It's a push. I'm, I'll, I'll say I'll take a push, and, okay. and I'll say 21-13. Broncos win. Um, Dan Campbell makes it a gritty, gut, gutty type win. For I the like Broncos. a 24-13 too. We'll do ours tomorrow. But I, I like that where you're going as well. Uh, you know, for anyone who thinks it's never what you think. So it's never like, oh, they're going to go, they're mad. They're going to go score 30, 30 to 10. Eh, I love it. That's what we, you know, that's the bounce back they need. But as well as the Lions are playing their best for what, you know, whatever it may be. And then for what the Broncos are coming off of, somewhere in the middle is probably that eight-point spread, 24-13 or 21-13, like you said. I like it. You good? I'm good. I'm good to go. You'll be back for the radio show tomorrow. Yes, sir. Not the pod. You'll be back Monday for the show in the pod as well. No big deal. Let's have a good weekend here, right? Let's do it. Listeners, the podcast listeners will miss you tomorrow, Jake. Uh, for Jake Meyer, I am Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys. And we love you guys. Listen to the podcast anywhere where you um, can find podcasts on planet Earth. But, you know, you found it here right now, wherever that may be, whether it be Mile High Sports, uh, Mile High Sports app, uh, Spreaker, Spotify, Spotify, Google, Google Play, Play Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Apple podcast. literally anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find us. We really appreciate you guys. It's one of the biggest Broncos podcasts anywhere, like on planet Earth. Uh, and we think it's one of the best as well. No, we know it's one of the best. So we appreciate you guys and thanks for all with us good night Sheila good night